Hello and welcome to the Sector 4 podcast where once again we're going to be complaining about Ferrari's strategy. Keegan, do we even want to get into it today? How much like how much more do we really have to say about it? Honestly, I, I, like, I'm genuinely asking, like how much more is there to say? Like there's not even like any new jokes we can make. There's not any new comments we can make. Like it would literally be turning the dead horse into glue at this point we'd be recycling material yeah five times over so so let's just quick recap of hungary ferrari shit the bed they had me in the first half not gonna lie good job on george russell getting pole well done i definitely did not think he was gonna um get pole I definitely nope. knew he wasn't going to win the race. No. Um, really, uh, really good drive for Max Verstappen, who managed it. I think this was the first time that he's won the race qualifying lower than fourth. Yep. So really good drive from Max Verstappen. Being able to do a 360 in the middle of the race and still win it. Shows how bad that's, Ferrari is. It's <laughs> pretty pog. It's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. yeah. He did yeah. great to pull it back. And like, all things considered, I mean, Red Bull... We're not set up for success in this race at all. Yeah. Like, McLaren actually had some decent pace through this race, too. I know McLaren, they didn't really finish yeah. that well, but but they, you know, they were like, I, I was watching them. I was watching them. You know? Dude, they put they put Daniel on the hards Yeah, I know. when they knew they didn't work. The, honestly, and I'll tell you what went wrong with this race. And, and it's, it's not going to start with Ferrari. I think that they literally just should have, they picked the wrong tire compounds for the race. They should have uh, went with the softest time. compounds, not the the medium set. Should have been because yeah, um, they went with the C two, C three, C four. Yes, and it should have been the one, two, threes. Because yeah. with a track temperature so low, overcast conditions, and damp, like tire deg wasn't really an issue. Yeah. Well, so, except like, for McLaren. And, yeah, <laughs> and and the hards just had like a ten lap warm up period. Yeah. Well, that's so, why when Danny goes out on his fucking outlap and then just absolutely punts Lance Stroll. Yeah, like, because all well, that too, and like even uh, even to consider a tire that has a delta of one point two seconds slower per lap on the softs. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> I I just don't. It just it shouldn't have been an option, and too many teams used it. And I went, what the fuck? Yeah, like I I just I don't I don't get it. I don't. Did Ferrari use it? Yeah, Ferrari put the hearts on Leclerc. That's, That's what I thought. Race. Yep. Should have went medium, medium, soft, or medium, soft, medium. And they also should have just not pit him. Yeah. He would have been fine. Yeah, they're just blindly reacting to Max Verstappen pitting near the end of the race. Yeah, because I think it was lap 55 that, yeah, that Leclerc pit. And then he got P6, but he probably would have had P4. Carlos probably would have had P5 and they would have scored better points. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's not worth, like, bitching too much about it. It, like... I just don't know what they expect them to do. At one point, they told Carlos to do something again, and Carlos is like, no. He just ignored them again, which is smart, because look at where he finished. Yeah, uh, Leclerc kind of needs to be uh, like bully Leclerc and stop listening to his team. Yeah, I don't know why he cares so much. Just give up. Stop. Yeah, like, stop if, this was like your last, if this was like your last season with the team, I would see it both ways. Or sorry, yeah. if you were like, if this was, if you were like the last season in your contract and you're trying to get re-signed, yeah, I'd probably listen to him. But yeah. you're guaranteed until like 2025, so just do what you want, man. And also, the minute that you're not in a Ferrari, you're either in a Red Bull or a Mercedes. So, like, the only way to go for him is down. I don't know if it's necessarily like down. 
Yeah. You're telling me, and I know this wouldn't happen. Like, it, Le- it'd be a lateral if Leclerc move. Was, if Leclerc was available tomorrow, okay, Mercedes would be having a very frank conversation with Lewis Hamilton <laughs> and saying, hey, man, thanks for everything. This kid's 24. We're going to go with him. Do you want to retire now? Please, thanks. No, maybe they just swap because Hamilton's a Ferrari fan at the end of the day. He would never do it. I everybody, think everybody, do, I think he, I not think right now. Are I you kidding me? One year in the Ferrari. Are you kidding me? No, you think, think they're gonna do, do that right now? You think Lewis is gonna look at Ferrari and go, "Oh yeah, that'd be a good team to." Yeah, this is your hypothetical. Don't shit on me for going with it. I'm not. Sh- I'm, no, I'm just saying you're going. Do you with you it think in the right now way. that Charles Leclerc is gonna be available <laughs> tomorrow? You think right now that he they, they would do that? That they would be like, "Oh, you're a star guy. Get out." <laughs> no, I'm just. I just throwing it out there. But. Anyways, it's not going to happen. Shut up. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Hungary was fine. The race itself, like, I just didn't care. Like, it was fine. I, I Nothing crazy happened to it. It was funny to no. see uh, Alonso and Ocon fight at the beginning, and then Alonso would be like, I have never seen Esteban fight like this, ever. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think that's when he decided. He's like, yeah. That's when he decided I'm to out. defend like a lion. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know if there's much to talk about with the race, really. Like, it's just kind of the same shit. Uh, Valtteri basically stopped DNF. near the end of the race. Yuki yeah. had a bad time. The Williams both sucked. Haas had a bad time, actually, which was too bad. Daniel had a terrible time. Um, But he was doing well for most of the race. It's just that yeah, he put on yeah, the hearts. Yeah, he got screwed by the hearts. Yeah. Uh, the Haas, I kind of understand because, you know, they just had major upgrades to the car. I'm sure it handles entirely differently, so they're kind of getting used to it. Yeah, but like other, I mean, other than that, like it's just a, it's a really good show from Red Bull. Um, great fucking performance from Mercedes. Like, dude, they've been capitalizing all season on everybody else fucking up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's awesome. I'm like, surprised I, I'm we not haven't even... seen like any type of. Well, I actually know the uh, issue. I think it was, was it in Spain. What? Um, where the Mercedes had to slow down on the last lap, DNF risk overheating. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. Other than that, we haven't seen like any hiccups out of the Mercedes. No, it's been pretty consistent. Like they've been in like three, four pretty much every race now. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, good on them. Like it's, you know, it's good to see George having a lot of success. I think they're only like 30 points behind uh, Ferrari now. Yeah, they're not far. I I think I told you after last race that if they have another good race, they can probably get past them. Yeah, it's disgusting to hear, honestly. (laughs) Like. Just shambolic. But anyways. Then in terms yeah, of the driver's championship, I think it's only happened once that a driver has come back from a equivalent 60-point deficit. Oh, it's not happening. It's Max, definitely not Max happening. Max is walking away with this. Uh, he's he's sprinting away with this. I wouldn't say he's sprinting. I'd say he's just like leisurely walking away from this. I, I just look at it like who's really going to challenge him at this point? Like Lewis probably is like the only one where I'd go, yeah. I could see him probably catching up. Perez is the Hamilton. only one that's probably standing a chance to challenge him at this point. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, realistically, where I look at it and go, like, oh, it's Lewis Hamilton. Like, if anybody's going to catch him, it's Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Like, Perez is only five points behind uh, Leclerc. Which is atrocious. Yeah. I yeah. almost wish that this was last year when my when my love for uh, Red Bull was, like, much higher. Because I would just be, like, I'd be ecstatic. Yeah, like, but then I put, but then I like I let uh, I let Leclerc back into my heart. Yeah, after 2020's uh, disappointment. 
That's and the now thing he's that disappointed me again. That's what I'm going through right now is because, like, obviously I was super big into Rebel last year and obviously McLaren. Like, McLaren, as much as they're painting me right now, they're still kind of, like, my my go-tos. Yeah. Um, but, like, watching it, I don't hate Mercedes anymore, so I'm just like, well, I don't really care who wins. I just hope everybody has fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's not the same because I just watch Ferrari just just binning at every single race and that's upsetting yeah, but because yeah because i got because we got to see max win last year i'm like i, I just want to like see i want to see like proper battles again yeah you know which, like i don't want to see like domination which we're getting proper battles when ferrari decides to finish a race yeah like when, when ferrari strategy isn't dog shit then you know, well here's out. the thing about that <laughs> it always is but anyways that was hungry and now we're on summer break and we thought, ah, oh, we'll have a nice, nice calm couple days. You know, we'll get nice to relax <laughs> a little bit. And oh, dear God, <laughs> I genuinely don't think it could be any more chaotic than it is. And it's still probably going to get worse. Yeah. Still what's, some seats. What's the timeline here? So this all starts last Thursday, right? Or, this all yeah, last started. Thursday. So the whole silly That's season debacle started when Sebastian Vettel retired. Which everybody was like, we kind of saw it coming. Yeah, we kind of saw it coming. Definitely didn't expect it over social media. No. So Sebastian Vettel makes a social media account for the first time, immediately announces his retirement. And instead of thanking everybody, talks about how he likes bread and the smell of chocolate. Yep. Or was it Which, the smell of bread and chocolate? It, it was one of the, t- I, I can't remember. Anyway, something so insignificant compared to the parable of him retiring. Anyways, so that leaves an open seat at Aston Martin, a team that nobody seems to want to touch with a 10-foot pole. But what we see to happen is Fernando Alonso dives out the window for the chance at the retirement seat at Aston Martin because, and I quote, still have an ambition to fight at the front. What? Maybe if it was like a reverse grid. <laughs> so before we go any further, I want to stop right here. I want to stop at this very point because the whole situation is objectively fucking hilarious. Oh, obviously. Because Seb retires. Okay. And yep. that's fine. Everybody's like, okay, fine. Who's going to take his seat? And people go, oh, maybe Danny Rickle. You know, he'll get shipped out of McLaren. And then Piastri will go into to McLaren and Danny will put, take the Aston Martin seat. And everybody goes, oh, yeah, okay, like, yeah, maybe. And maybe Nick DeVries, maybe he'll get a seat, you know? Who knows? Fast forward a couple days. Apparently, Alpine's first option on Piastri expires on July 31st. On July 31st. On July 31st. Yes. And it was this day where there's, I think Alpine had a press conference and they were saying like, um, you know, we're going to, Otmar tells everybody that, oh yeah, Fernando's pretty close to resigning. You know, everything's all good. I think it was his birthday or something. Um, You know, he's going to resign. Everything's going to be great. Okay. So this is Sunday. (laughs) The next... The next day, without telling Alpine and making a deal behind their back, Fernando Alonso goes, oh, yeah, by the way. Signs with Aston Martin. 
My favorite is that Ottenauer <laughs> said that <laughs> is that he didn't tell Aston Martin and Alpine found out through Aston Martin's press conference. And then when Ottenauer was like, yeah, I haven't spoken to him. He's on vacation. <laughs> well, the best part, Steve, about that is he said he was on vacation in Greece. Yeah. Fernando's been in Spain the whole time. <laughs> He was literally carting at his track in Spain and like everybody found out because after the press conference where Otmar said that he was in Greece, he takes a selfie in Spain with his fucking go-kart track. I, I want to know what they did to him. Like, I want to know why Alonzo was like, fuck it and did that. Dude, they've been kind of like publicly pushing him around for like the past like month. Really? I haven't really seen that. Otmar's been like, yeah, like we expect more out of Fernando, like our priorities, Ocon, all this sort of stuff, like trying to like make it seem like they don't care. Yeah. And so Fernando, just being Fernando, is just like, all right, fuck you guys. <laughs> like, that is pretty funny. I just like, we're not even at the good part yet. Like, it's yeah. fucking like. So then, well, yeah, so then what al- we expect that's to That's already after absurd. That. Yeah. Like, that's and already the- crazy. Yeah, but then we all like accept it because we're like, oh, I guess, you know, maybe maybe they facilitated that so that Oscar Piastri could have the Alpine seat. Yeah, which makes sense. And then and then it gets announced. Nobody is surprised. It gets announced and Alpine and Formula One post about it. Do you want me to read it? To congratulate him. Yeah. Okay, so 2023 driver lineup confirmed Esteban Alcon handshake Oscar Piastri. After four years as a part of the Renault and Alpine family, reserve driver Oscar Piastri is promoted to a race seat. Alongside Esteban Ocon starting from 2023. Everybody gets really excited. But Steve's excited. Oscar Piastri is still asleep all the way in Australia. So and six Mark, hours Mark later. Weber. Mark Weber is also. Yeah. Mark, Mark Weber, who, if you don't know, is um, Oscar Piastri's manager. So six hours later in Australia, when the sun starts shining, wakes up to this. Posts on it. Twitter. Saying he recognizes that without his agreement, Alpine has posted a an update saying that he has signed for them and is racing for them in 2023. And that this is, in fact, not true. He has not signed a contract with Alpine and he <laughs> will not be racing with them in 2023. Which came as an even bigger shock to wonder why Alpine did that. And the only thing that I can come up to on my own accord is that because they literally just wanted to screw him by announcing it so that other teams wouldn't talk to him. So here, here's my other right away take from that one, because as soon as I saw that they announced that they promoted him, I went, that's weird. There's no driver comment because usually when a driver gets promoted or gets a new seat, they go, I'm really excited to start with X team and, you know, really excited to get going and to be racing alongside, you know, this, that sort of thing. They had no comment. They just had Otmar. And I went, huh? That's weird. There was no signed a contract with Alpine for this amount of time. It's that just promoted to a race seat. And I went, okay, interesting. And then when I saw Piastri's tweet, I went, did Alpine make a decision and scramble because they were so taken aback by Alonso's decision that they just went, Oh fuck, we have nobody else to go in this seat. We need to get someone right away. Yeah. So there's speculation that there's essentially going to be a legal battle between Alpine and Oscar Piastri that he is contractually obligated to take that seat. 
but obviously Piastri is apparently in talks with McLaren. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to go because McLaren <laughs> has, or because Daniel Ricardo essentially has the option to do the funniest thing ever and just sit in that seat. <laughs> because it's like, <laughs> so the contract is on Daniel Ricardo's end where he has Correct. to choose he has to the option. walk earlier. Yes. Yeah, he has the option. So he essentially, if if it is true that Oscar Piastri is trying to get a seat at McLaren, Daniel Ricciardo is essentially the guy who's going to make that happen, whether he wants to take the step down and go to Alpine. Hypothetically. Or, hypothetically. Or tell Piastri to suck it up and go to Alpine. <laughs> <laughs> How do you so? How do you come back from that? So so you're Piastri, right? Okay. Say say the McLaren deal falls through. Daniel yep. Ricciardo says no. I'm committed to McLaren. Okay. Do you walk into Alpine with your tail between your legs, or do you just accept that you're not going to be racing in 2023? Daniel Ricciardo. No. Say say you're Oscar Piastri. Oh, okay. Yeah. So say say McLaren. You don't get the McLaren seat. Daniel Ricciardo refuses to move. Do you walk back into Alpine with your tail tail between your legs and ask to resign a contract? <laughs> There is no way that Oscar Piastri publicly denies a possibility of an F1 seat unless there was a concrete something in writing has already been done and he has already signed with another team. There's already an agreement in place. Yeah. He would be this him and manager Mark Webber, both Australians also, which makes this even funnier would be the stupidest motherfuckers in the history of Formula One to have denied a chance at an F1 seat, having never even tested an F1 car, never been on an F1 track, and never had an opportunity before after a company pumps four years into you of development. Kind of funny that a company pumps four years into you, then you just immediately go to one of their competitors. Fucking hilarious. (laughs) So, like... Unless unless there is something in place, I don't see any reason why he would have publicly denied it. Right? Yeah. You, you got to agree with me yeah, there, right? Like, yeah, that would be the stupidest mean. fucking thing in the world. So, I I look at this from, from Piastri's perspective, and I go, okay, there's another deal on the table. But my thing is that, why would he want to go to McLaren? Because... Don't get me wrong, like McLaren's been having a bad year, but they've showed progress in the past couple of years, right? Like obviously yeah. they have. Lando's obviously a young guy. Piastri's a young guy. They'd be what twenty three, both twenty three, I think. I think so, yeah. In that car, because yeah, he's the same age as us, Norris. So that's fine. You're going to a younger team that has good development and all this stuff. Well and fine. But what's the up from McLaren? Where where can you go from McLaren, really? Nowhere. No, it's like the top. Okay, yeah. where can you go from Alpine? Like, really, if we're being honest. Nowhere. Nowhere. So what's the difference? Right? So I look at that. I That's that's the first thing. And I want to talk about my other theories in a second, but I'm, I want to talk about Ricardo's end, too. If I'm Daniel Ricardo, right now, things at McLaren are very not getting better for him. Yes. The team is clearly built around Lando. He knew that going in, though, however. Yeah, he, but it's, he knew that it's basically in. why he left Red Bull. It's why he left Red Bull. Yeah. If I'm Daniel Ricciardo, I look at this and go, 
well, this team clearly doesn't fucking want me. Like, you've heard all the press releases over the past couple months. Yeah. Like, look at how many times Zach Brown's, like, admonished him in public and gone, hey, yeah. Daniel hasn't been living up to our expectations. Hey, Daniel hasn't been doing this. Look at how many times the fucking strategy team tried to fuck Daniel over. Yeah. In races. Maybe they're just trying to push him out. I think they're trying to push him out because I think they have a contract signed with Piastri in the background. Yeah. He but outperformed the thing Ocon is, at it when it was Renault. What's that? Pretty sure he outperformed Ocon when it was Renault. He did. Yeah. So, like, if you're Daniel, you're sitting here and going, okay, well, I have all the cards. Because he does hold all the cards. He can sit in that seat for the next year and drive in Formula One and not give a fuck. But that team, I guarantee you, will do everything to fuck him over if he does that. Yeah, probably. More than likely. Which will be upsetting because I like McLaren. But I kind of like McLaren because of Danny. So, it's like, eh. So if he gets out of this is McLaren seat, he's going to he's going to Alpine, right? I would hope so. Yeah. What do you th- what do you think? What do you think are the other alternatives? Because I've seen no no no. It would be it would be Alpine. Uh, just in I terms know. of just like him, you know, he's been there before. He'd have a personal connection to it. Yep. But I've seen, and and I don't know if this is correct or not, that there are at least four teams interested in Daniel Ricciardo if he opts out of McLaren. Which, what four teams? So, so let's go through those four teams. Well, obviously Williams. McLaren's out. Hold on. Let's go. Knock them out. McLaren's obviously out. Red Bull's obviously out. That's not, he can't go back. Yeah. Which means that he's not going to go to AlphaTauri. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm sure if Sergio Perez wasn't in the Red Bull seat right now, maybe. Maybe he'd go back. But Sergio's too good right now. So there's no chance there. Yeah. If it's not Alpine... Uh, I don't know. The four teams would have to be Alpine, Aston Martin, um, Alfa Romeo, and Alfa Tori. What about Mercedes instead of Alfa Tori? I don't think Mercedes wants them. What if Lewis Hamilton's planning to retire because Toto really likes Daniel Ricciardo? Still don't think they'd do it. But it's an option. It's an option. Anyways, I'll shut up now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think that's what's going on, but... I want to hear your take. What do you think are some possibilities of what else could be going on here? Do you think there's any other alternatives? No, I think it'd be Alpine. You think it'd be Alpine? Yeah. I'm talking about Piastri, though. Because Piastri? If he's not going to see a McLaren, he's honestly kind of screwed. It's either McLaren or it's going to be Williams, and he's going to take Latifi's seat. I think it's McLaren or AlphaTauri. I don't think so. Well, think about it. If you're a 22-year-old, 23-year-old driver and you're looking long-term and you're looking at, let's say, two, three years down the line, what's Red Bull going to have in two or three years down the line? Perez a retiring. 35-year-old Sergio Perez. I think they would promote Gasly if he stays, but I don't think he'll be there that long. I think, right. as, long as, I think as long as they're still technically running Honda engines, they want a Japanese driver on that team. Okay. It's not that Yuki's bad. They just don't have a good car that, this year. What if Pierre is going to uh, Alpine and they're running a double French team? You're just moving the goalposts. What if? I No, I'm asking you, what if? What if Pierre Gasly is going to Alpine and what if Oscar Piastri is going into the AlphaTauri? The only reason why I could see that happen is because Renault is a state-owned company. Yep. And they give bonuses for having French drivers. That is the only reason why I could see that happening. I'm just I don't think, personally, I don't think Pierre is that fed up yet. Should he be? 
Well, he, the problem is, is that if this was last year, absolutely, I would think that he'd be trying to gun for another position. But this year, he's in a shit car, so he can't really do anything. So he's not really worth something right now. He's, he has no he bargaining can't prove chips. Anything. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Piastri's an idiot? Do you think that they've fucked up behind the scenes, or do you think that this is calculated? I'm hoping that it's calculated. <laughs> but you don't, do you want to know my prediction for yep. Piastri? Sure. He's not that good. Dude, he's won F2 and F3. Yeah. And F4. And he won them all back-to-back. And guess what? Nicholas Latifi did the same thing. Where's that guy? Oh, that's 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 a good point. Yeah. Every, everything that everybody is saying about Piastri right now yeah. said the exact same thing about Latifi before he got into F1. And Latifi's been trash. Yeah. Yeah. Plain and, plain and simple, the F1 cars are far too different than anything else than those guys have raced in. Okay. It's not just like, you know, what's the difference between the F4 car and the F3 car? A little bit faster. Yeah. What's the difference between the F3 car and the F2 car? A little bit faster. What's the difference between the F2 car and the F1 car? Everything. Everything. Yeah. Hybrid systems, 60 buttons on the steering wheel, complete, you know, it's it's not just a spec chassis anymore. It's a completely different car. So fine what's the alternative let's for say who? let's for piastri no no no. let's say piastri fucks this royally okay? okay let's say he gives up an alpine seat and there isn't another deal in place or if there is it gets somehow overwritten by his contract with alpine do alpine take him back probably yeah do you think they still promote him yeah you do yeah what else? Are they Why? Do? Well, I'm, I don't. That's what I'm asking you. What because else could not, they do? Because it's that's the driver that they want in there. Because that's the driver that they put all their uh, effort and resources into. Yeah. But like, how do you take a PR hit like this? Oh well. <laughs> yeah. All press is good press. What's it matter? Yeah, that's that's fair. I just look at it like it's a, it's a fuck situation all around. I it's great for the drama. Don't get me wrong. I'm loving it. You know, like it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, but like their other options for drivers are basically like Nico Hulkenberg. Yeah. And like, that's it because all the other junior drivers are all contracted either to McLaren or Mercedes. I swear to God. Yeah. Like who who else is there? There's Logan Sargent who they're talking about bringing in at some point. Isn't Logan Sargent the Red Bull one or is he a McLaren one? I'm pretty sure he's McLaren. I thought, um, I know Pato Award is the Pato Award's McLaren for sure. Um, Logan Sargent. Let's look. Uh, oh, he's uh, Williams because he's making, he's doing FP1 for Williams at the US Grand Prix. Oh. So he's actually in, uh, in the Mercedes system then. Okay. Which is interesting. So you've got him, you've got what? Pusher? Theo, Maybe. Yeah, Theo Porcher. Huh. Pato Award. I'm just trying to think of the young guys. Obviously, Yuri Vips is out now. Yeah. Um, Fittipaldi is an option. Maybe, but he's with Haas. But yeah. that's Mercedes' system. It's not right? really or, with, Sorry, no, Ferrari no, system. It's a Ferrari Academy. Sorry. Um, so I'm just looking at the young drivers. Like, who's really ready to come up? And I don't think it's nobody. really anybody. <laughs> yeah, nobody, honestly. Like, I, the Nick DeVries. But even him, he's what, 27 now? Yeah. So where does he go if he comes in? Do you think... He, okay, so I'm going to shift to Williams. Do you think he takes the Williams seat? Yeah. 
like it's no no questions asked. I don't like, think it matters who it. you put in that seat. They just don't want TV in it. Yeah. When do we think we we get that announcement? Do you think it's before end of summer break? Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. What a shit show, eh? That's why they call it silly season. It is fucking silly season. We'll see how this plays out. I um, I'm intrigued to see what'll happen. Williams actually poked fun at this today, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah, when they, Albon uh, announced his contract extension. You guys yeah. were going crazy when Albon went or when uh, Williams was like, ooh, announcement at one o'clock. And you're like, oh, is it gonna, it's going to be this. It's going to be this. I was like, it's just going to be Albon's contract renewal. And it was. And it was yeah. so sad. It was but then Albon just thing. mocks. Yeah, then Albon just mocks uh, Oscar Piastri's uh, Twitter post saying, <laughs> you know, I with will my be agreement. Racing. Yeah, with my with my agreement, Williams has correctly posted that I will be racing for them in 2023, which is absolutely hilarious. Especially when F1 commented on it and said, "Oh, you naughty, like naughty, naughty Al- Albon." Yeah. What kills me is that F1 hasn't even taken down the post where they they uh, announced him, announced yeah. Oscar Piastri, and well, that's they what I kept checking for. But they still think they're right though, because Alpine still thinks that they're legally, like, contractually obligated. Perhaps, but that's what we'll have to wait to see. You just get the tornado warning? No. Oh. We have a tornado warning here right now, so... So hide hide yourself. But, anyways. um, That's kind of it. That's kind of the drama. Um, It's quite quite fun. Can my phone shut up? Seriously. Unbelievable. Um, Whatever, I'm just... You're going to hear my phone go off and that's fine um yeah that's kind of it steve i don't know what is there anything else to say like do you think actually real quick what do you think about alonzo's decision because i know we like kind of like made fun of it but like that's kind of the whole reason this shit show happened to begin with so like do you think he like was fucking them over on purpose or what what do you think yeah i don't think alonzo cares huh he's just done he's like yeah whatever it doesn't matter. The guy's 41. He doesn't need yeah. it. Ultimately, need though, it did come down to the contract and the length. Um, yeah. Because I think Alpine said one year with another year option for the team, whereas Austin Martin is a two year with a one year option on either side and a lot more money. And yeah, I think probably. if I'm if I'm when you're uh, Alonzo and you're retiring, you might as well just take the money. Yeah. And if you're Lawrence, too, you're going, OK, if Alonzo's on the team, I'll have two vets that go alongside my son. And maybe help him. Probably not. But like, you know, that's maybe they're thinking there. I don't fucking know, man. I hate that team so much. I just despise them. (laughs) I really don't like them. But that's kind of it. I'm sure uh, pretty much everything that we've talked about um, today is going to be cleared up or touched on through the next week. Or outdated by tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we post (laughs) on Thursdays. And then everything that we say gets either... um, proven disproven or updated thursday afternoon <laughs> yeah pretty much that's always how it happens too yeah every single fucking time so we'll see um obviously if there's something to talk about next week we'll uh we'll do something but most likely for the next two two three weeks we'll probably just be doing some quicker quicker episodes unless there's something significant to talk about um yeah. and maybe we'll take a, a summer break for a week too because we've been going 25 weeks straight Oh, yeah. Pretty good. It's fucking wild. It's almost half a year, Steve. I can count. Look at that. Wow. Wow. But uh, other than that, yeah, you got anything else? I do not. All right. Well, in that case, enjoy silly season. 
Um, hopefully you are not in a place with tornadoes because apparently it's really bad right now. Oh shit. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, hopefully survive the tornado, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.